Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This Week in the Lesdom is a place for us to touch base every episode about things that are going on in the podcast, in our lives, or just in the greater Les universe. And the first and best thing that's happening is that we have our New York show on February 18th at the Bell House in Brooklyn. We would love to know if you're coming. Tweet at us. Email us. We are so excited to see you. Also exciting news, the holidays are coming up. We have merch. It is on sale starting today and running through December 13th. You will want to order that by December 11th, though, if you are getting standard shipping to get your stuff in time for Christmas. So if you want to get gifts, if you want t-shirts or mugs or totes for that special queer woman in your life, you should get that order in by December 11th. And if you want to get a free Home Over the Holidays crew neck sweater, which of course you do, we'll be running a giveaway all the way through this week up until Sunday. If you post pictures of yourself in your Les Hangout gear, in your tanks, in your tees, with your mugs, with your stickers, you post those on Instagram and Facebook and tag us at Les Hangout Pod for the chance to win a free Home Over the Holidays crew neck sweater. And in the greater Les universe, I was very excited when I saw this. Margot Robbie wants Harley Quinn to have a love story with Poison Ivy in the next Harley Quinn movie. Everyone wants this. Everyone wants it. Everyone. (laughs) And now I'm going to be mad that I did my Poison Ivy Harley Quinn a year too early. Do it again. Oh, you're right. It'll work again. again. You're so right. The gift that keeps on giving. Yes, for sure. Super So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for Suicide Squad. Other exciting Les Universe happenings. Some of you may have seen, I think we posted this on our Twitter, some of the things about the new Buffy reboot designs that have been announced. And we are celebrating two things. One of them is, boy, am I into Willow's new style. Oh my god, she's so cute. So good and so queer. Yes. (laughs) And most importantly... Drusilla in suits. Amazing. <laughs> I cannot. So here for it. It's yeah. a lot. It's going to be great. Be, I mean, as if Drusilla wasn't amazing enough to begin with, then you're going to put her in a nice fitted lady suit. And I mean, yeah. Oh, it's going to be too much. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. So yeah. we are looking forward to those things, you know, for various reasons. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for all that good stuff. And that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 18th installment of Should Have Been Gay. Uh, And here's how I'd like to intro this episode. Ellie, I'm home! Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. So, that's right. We're going to be diving in a little bit this episode to a cla- the classic, right? Yeah, this is probably the oldest one that we've done. I think it might be. Right? Yeah. 
I love Lucy. So vintage should have been gay. Yes, the vintage gay ladies of our dreams. Oh, it was fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, the IMDb synopsis for anyone who is not familiar with I Love Lucy is as follows. A daffy woman constantly strives to become a star along with her band leader husband and gets herself in the strangest situations. I love that they use the word daffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things about that IMDb synopsis where I'm not quite sure it's like really capturing everything. Honestly, it's like. <laughs> It is accurate. I just can't stand the word Daffy, but she's amazing. Yeah. But my gay synopsis is that okay. a Daffy woman constantly gets into trouble with her gal pal turned lover, <laughs> Ethel. Yeah, I think if I had to write one for at least for um, this should have been gay episode, my should have been gay synopsis is two secret 1950s lesbian lovers beard up in their their New York life. Yes. Yes. The ultimate beards. I think the that ultimate beards. Fred is the ultimate beard. I mean, yeah, and I right? guess Ricky is too, but Fred, I'm just like, Ethel, you're not even pretending. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into uh, it. We will. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot of a lot of things. Yes. And I think this might be a slightly different should have been gay. It's not as explicit, I think, as a lot of other things that we're going to have talked about. I mean, it was, it's a different show, different era. It's a little more subtle should have been gay than I think we're used to doing. For sure. Well, Uh, yeah, because it's the 1950s, you have just, yeah, you have different dynamics, but the dynamics between Lucy and Ethel as best friends is still, there's some stuff there. There, there's, it's there. There's some stuff. It's there, right? Yeah. I think we have some strong arguments to make still. Oh, yeah. Even though it's a classic, even though I think a lot of people, you'd look at I Love Lucy and you're like, really? Should it have been gay? In which case, the answer from us is always going to be yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everything should have been gay. Yes. I challenge anyone to suggest something we could not argue convincingly on this segment. (laughs) Oh, my God, please. I want, like, the most challenging should have been gay to be like, nope, here we are. Here we go. We got some nuggets of gay in there. Don't worry. (laughs) well before we start i just want to talk about how much i love lucy do you love lucy i really do (laughs) the show the real life actress who plays lucy yeah when i was badass lucille ball is like the best woman ever like yeah she was a feminist icon before feminism you know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe that's an exaggeration. Of course, like, there were <laughs> there were a lot of feminists far before the 50s. But, yeah, like, oh, my God, she is so she's amazing. She's the first woman to run a major television studio, which is so cool. Yeah. Her and Desi Arnaz owned Desilu Productions together. And then once they got divorced, she bought him out. Like a baller ass bitch. Which she could do because they were the first like TV made millionaires. Yeah. The way that they negotiated the contracts on the show was just, you know, worked out pretty damn well for them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, she, I don't know if I would say she was like the first feminist icon. Like obviously, yes, there were, there was feminism first, but I think she's definitely like an unsung, strong 
female entrepreneur like just kick ass yeah, yeah there's there's a lot she's going on. there's so much to her. her like she was far more than just an, an actress right which and i think is amazing far more than just like a slapstick comedy actress mm-hmm. you know even her doing slapstick comedy was groundbreaking like for right. a woman to be doing the like ridiculous things that she was doing and still maintain I would say her symbol as like a sex symbol yeah was earth shattering cuz there is there's always been this idea that like a woman cannot be funny and attractive a woman cannot be funny and a woman yeah i would even just stop you there and say there's always this idea that like a woman cannot be funny that's still a thing that you hear now yes, like it's yes. 2018 and we're still hearing like women just aren't as funny like well bullshit bullshit like, bullshit yes. and women have been being funny like a since the dawn of time but like also like this is one of the most successful tv shows ever ever ever, ever. so you Whew. know what yeah but anyways we have some feelings about lucy (laughs) i love lucy and i think like i talk about this with disney princesses a lot it's like you know you're like i always identify with the disney princess who look the most like me like i (laughs) and i feel like that that is also valid for pushing for more diversity in disney princesses we'll talk about that like and another thing but like you want to see someone on screen who represents you so for me i still remember like (laughs) my uncle used to babysit us and he would fall asleep on the couch i was like six years old he would fall asleep i would sneak out of my room i would put the tv onto tv land and i would just sit there watching i love lucy like (laughs) late at night and just like I idolized Lucy and like Lucille Ball in her being just like this hilarious woman and like owning it to the point where it's like then when I was older, I felt like I could be funny. I could be weird. I could be different. Gay. I could be. Yeah, right. And (laughs) should have been gay. And Lucille Ball is a gay icon. (laughs) But really like and because I saw her and was like, oh, this is a redhead. I'm a redhead. Therefore... I can be weird and funny, you know, but even still. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my cute, uh, you know, pixie cut, undercut Disney princess, but it's fine. One of these days. (laughs) One of these days. So, okay, so let's dive into Lucy. I love Lucy. Should have been gay. Yes. Um, And I think, I mean, who are we shipping? Who are we arguing? Should have been gay in the show. I think it's a a gimme. It's obvious. Lucy and Ethel. Yes. Yes. I mean, 100%. Let's lay out some facts. Let's make our introductory arguments yes uh, for why why we think these two should have been together oh my god well for those of you who have not seen the show lucy and ethel are best friends who live in the same apartment building with their husbands but on the show you see lucy and ethel together far more than you see lucy and her husband and ethel and her husband together i would argue that the show revolves around the friendship between lucy and ethel yeah for sure they are always in each other's the original, apartments the original gal pals yes yeah, the original gal pals lucy and ethel are the original gal pals iconic friendship very close friendship there was a lot of physical touching mm-hmm. a lot of hugs and kisses even on the cheek and whatever but kisses very very <laughs> physically affectionate and they also I don't want to say hate their spouses, but there definitely was this play of like, oh, our husbands are idiots and so annoying. Right. And like, you're my only like 
solace. Yeah, they're very antagonistic relationships, the marriages. Oh, yeah. Like, to the point where it's just, like, Lucy and Lucy and Ricky are always fighting. Right. Ethel and Fred are always fighting. I Lucy and Ricky, at least because I know Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz were together in real life, there is a lot of, like, antagonistic banter where you feel yeah. like they're at least, like, cheeky with each other. Ethel and Fred just hate each other. Well, and what's <laughs> funny is they hated each other in real life, too, which yes. is apparently kind of a secret on set. Um, that the actors yeah. did not get along. Yes, but it comes through because they have no chemistry. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they're they clearly just, like, Fred thinks Ethel's an idiot. Ethel thinks Fred is dumb and lazy. Like, you know, they just don't like each other. Right. And it's funny because it also, part of the, the reason that I think is supposed to be what caused that tension between them was her commenting on how much older he was. Which, you know, I mean, yeah, if you're going to beard up, like, why wouldn't you? Yep. You know, get the get the older, more, you know, established, settled. Yeah. I for sure. So. so the husbands are for sure beards. I would argue that Lucy's bisexual and Ethel is a lesbian. Oh, interesting. So my thing is that I see the relationship between Lucy and Ricky. I see their relationship. Mm -hmm. I see that they love each other. I see that there's attraction there. However, I think that Lucy and Ethel are just far more compatible. Yeah. Well, so let's so let's go through because I know you have a number of specific instances. Oh, yes. That you want to point to for Lucy and Ethel. So what are what are some of those? Because you are a lot more familiar with the show yes. than I am. And I will sure. say I had to do some more research because, like I said, I used to watch the show nonstop when I was younger. Yeah. Brushing the cobwebs off a little bit. <laughs> well, and it's always hard to do a full – doing a full series uh, as opposed to when we do movies, it's always a little it's, bit more of a challenge. There's so much. I mean, first we have to talk about the Chocolate Factory scene. Yes. Which – Iconic. Iconic. Like, we all know it. They're <laughs> they're on this assembly line. They decide they're going to go get a job together, right? So what's gayer than being like, let's spend all of our time together, even our work hours? <laughs> and it's the, the gay dream, right? <laughs> right? The gay dream. Like, huh, we can be next to each other all day and have chocolate. Yeah, I, like... I want to go work together and then come home to each other together and spend all night together. Exactly. And then on the weekends, we can hang out together. Exactly. I mean, it's just a great scene. And at one point, so they're like shoving chocolate in their mouths, they're shoving chocolate down their shirts, they're shoving chocolate like in each other's clothing. And at that point, I'm like, all right, you guys are far too comfortable <laughs> with each other's bodies. We get it. We get it. And I will say, I feel like this is a t this is another top choice for Halloween costume for me. I really want to be Lucy and Ethel. That would be amazing. <laughs> in oh the chocolate factory scene. That's like a dream. A dream. Except you end it with like making out. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. just say, fuck it. Let's just make out. The, ch the chocolate's going everywhere. Whatever. It's fine. I love it. This is another one of my favorites that is sort of obscure, but I think is really funny. So there's this episode where Lucy and Ethel open their own dress shop. Okay. And they have this whole argument. Like the whole episode centers around what they're going to name the dress shop. And it's a and it's a portmanteau name. Yes, Lucy F or Ethel Lou. 
they're they're naming their own ship you guys <laughs> they literally like, are if we if they had twitter they would be going on twitter to be like what should our ship name be guys <laughs> uh retweet for lucieth like for ethelu exactly so they and in true gay fashion they can't decide and they're like okay well instead of doing one or the other We'll do both. So one side of the shop says Lucy and Ethel's shop, and the other side says Ethel and Lucy's shop. Oh my god! Because they had to compromise. Amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. If we did have to have to name that ship, though, what would you name the ship? I like Ethel Lou. Ethel Lou. I don't know. I feel like they they didn't take advantage enough of like their last names. Yeah, you're right. Mertzo. Mertz. Well, Mertz. <laughs> Mertzardo. Mer- like Mer- oh, you could do Mertzardo. Mer- Mercardo. Mm. Mercardo. No, I don't know. I like it. I like it. Lucil. 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 I do like Lucil. I kind of like Mercardo. Yeah, Mercardo sounds like a real a real name. I like it. Right? Yeah. Hashtag it Mercardo. It rings off the tongue. I think so. <laughs> or Ethelou. They should have had us in the 1950s. I know. Then we could have helped them out. In another one where they... They fight and decide to just split it again. They also fight over who's going to become the president of the Wednesday Fine Arts Club. And in the end, they decide to be co-presidents. Which is just some, like, ideal gay relationship shit. Is right. like, what's gayer than always ending in, like, but let's compromise. Exactly. I'll state my points. You state yours. Yours are valid. So are mine. You know what? Both are valid. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> I think we're both right. I understand where you're coming from. I see how you feel. I want you to feel validated. Yep. Let's split it. There's nothing more gay than that. Yeah. That's like peak. Yeah. Peak gay. This next one is my favorite, and I honestly think the most damning of you guys are gay. So <laughs> there's an episode called Vacation from Marriage. Okay. Lucy and Ethel decide to take a break from their marriages. Like you do. Like you do. Yeah. To, you know, spice things up. They both are talking to their husbands and each other, lying about, oh, I have a date tonight. Like, oh, I have a date tonight, too. Turns out neither of them have a date. So they have a date with each other. <laughs> they uh so they they do have a date so yeah they did have a date and but they were pretending like it was a date with a man turns out they were going just gonna go on a date with each other they end up on the roof of their apartment which they end up on the roof too many times throughout the series but they're on the roof of the apartment get locked out it starts raining so they are stuck outside it's rainy and cold and they snuggle for warmth on the roof during their break from marriage. Let me tell you what that is. Gay. Gay. It's gay. Gay. I'm also like, it's reminiscent of another rooftop rainy scenario where one gay woman wraps a jacket around the other and then her husband comes up from below the stairs. What's going on up there, ladies? Yeah. Imagine me and you. <laughs> there you go. The parallels. The parallels everywhere. are there. The tropes have always existed, people. The signs <laughs> are always there. You just have to know where to look, and that's what we're here for. Yep. To tell you where to, to look. To tell you where the signs it's are. It's always on the roof. <laughs> always. Always They're... check the roof for lesbians. 
<laughs> oh my god amazing oh short segue but my girlfriend just got just moved into a new apartment that has a roof deck so oh now god. all i'm gonna think about is like go did up, you check it for lesbians go i need to go up to the roof and check for lesbians <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. That's amazing. Amazing. Oh my god. So yeah, so that's that's pretty gay. That's pretty there's, gay. I mean, it I'm saying there's a mounting case right now no. that I think we're seeing here. The gay keeps coming. Like, you think maybe this is sort of a stretch? It's not really. So in another episode, Lucy and Ethel are doing this performance because Lucy's always trying to be a star, like we we like we found out in the beginning. Yes. They're singing a song, Friendship. Let's go back to our Wicked episode. Like, two women singing a duet together about friendship. Like, subtext galore. Right. Then they show up. Unknowingly, they bought the same dress. Oh, so embarrassing. I right? hate when you do that. Show right? up in the same clothes as your girlfriend. I hate when you're wearing the same <laughs> outfit as your girlfriend. You're like, Can I tell you how many times? So when I was in college, when Kelsey and I were dating, and we did a number of years where we were actually on like different campuses, mm-hmm. just based on where, you know, we went to college together, but we did like dual degrees and then I was in grad school. And so we did have a number of shirts where like we would both own the same Sure, or the same like yep. sweatshirt or something because you like go shopping together and then you both like it and you're like, and you're well, like okay we'll both, we'll both buy get it, it. Yep. um and so you'd show like literally i would like we would not plan this at all but i would like drive up to dartmouth to see her for the weekend and show up and we're both wearing the exact same outfit like same t-shirt same everything and you'd have to be like okay well i only packed three shirts so you have to change this time <laughs> oh my god uh so embarrassing it happens we've all been there it definitely does <laughs> like often so gay in addition to this they all there were a lot of like i said lucy is a feminist icon there were a lot of episodes in which lucy was trying to do things that would typically be done by the husband mm-hmm. which Of course, we all know, like, that doesn't matter anymore. But in the 50s, it was a big deal for her to be rearranging furniture and trying to paint the living room. But she couldn't do them alone. She had to do them with her gal pal, Ethel. (laughs) So there's one episode. Ethel, get the toolbox, Yeah, so Ethel brings her toolbox down. And she's in, like, a bandana and, like, overalls. They're both in, like, the gayest outfits ever. Like, they're both corky from Bound. Yes. And they try to wallpaper Lucy's house by themselves. (laughs) And I'm just like, this is just so, like, the handy lesbian stereotypes. As someone who already made a Home Depot run and installed some flooring this weekend, I'm not saying that stereotypes are all based in fact, but but, but that bandana <laughs> though argument to be made here. <laughs> I didn't wear a bandana while I did. I yeah, failed. you need to get some overalls. Uh, like any home repair so needs sorry. overalls. I've let the lesbians down. <laughs> God damn it, Lee. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Next but time. yeah, they botch it. They do a horrible job. But you know, they were early lesbians. Like they were just starting. They were trying to get it right, you know? I'm sure if they lived together for many more years, they would have figured out how to wallpaper their own apartment. You Plus, know? wallpaper is hard. I'll be yeah. fair. Like yeah. it is not easy. Even just even with two people. I mean Even with it's two like, lesbians. It's slightly more advanced. They should have started with, you know, something An something IKEA little... desk simpler yeah yeah right like you assemble you first of all you survive the ikea trip together and then you assemble the desk 
Yeah, it's like one of the number one gay bonding moments. Hex wrenches everywhere. Yes. Feelings everywhere. Yeah. Feelings everywhere. <laughs> A lot of feelings. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta. And I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. And you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) All right, and then I have to end my scene analysis with one of the final episodes of I Love Lucy, where Lucy and Ricky move out to the country because now they have more children. They can't really fit into their tiny New York apartment, whereas Ethel and Fred have zero children. Yet another point for mm. Beard City. For, for Beard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for Beard. Beard City. Beard City, population <laughs> Ethel. Ethel and Fred. <laughs> yes. Um, and, of course, there is this touching moment between friends and lovers, Lucy and Ethel, where they are just so sad to leave each other. Lucy in the middle of the night in their new house shouts out for Ethel when she's scared. Her husband is there, to yeah. be fair, but she screams for Ethel. Yeah, it's always bad when you scream the wrong name yep. in bed. Yep. You know? Not good. Not good. It's never a good situation. <laughs> but the gayest thing about it is somehow Ethel comes. <laughs> like whoa, it's like whoa, whoa now. <laughs> she knew. Did I did I miss this episode? Yeah, Ethel right? does what? Right? Ethel did what? <laughs> Lucy screams she Ethel's name and she comes. Weird. This went to a weird place. <laughs> what was on TV in the 50s? Real <laughs> fast. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Ethel comes. They have another touching moment. She's like, oh, long now we're entering into the long distance lesbian phase. <laughs> like, uh, I Love Lucy has gone through a lot of lesbian tropes. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I think they laid the groundwork for a lot of lesbian tropes is what I'm going to say. They really did. Let's just a quick bullet point. 
Okay. Wearing the same outfits, redoing the house in overalls. Arguing uh, ship names. Yes. <laughs> Cuddling on the roof in the rain. And long distance relationship. Screaming each other's names out in bed. I mean, it's you all tell, there. You tell me what you would call that. It is all there. It's all there. Also, I want to make a second argument because I know we have a couple things that we want to talk about just in terms of like some real life historical points that I think are cool to touch on before we wrap up the episode. But I have one other argument. It's not so much an argument of how I love Lucy should have been gay it's more like a should be gay because here's the thing we are in like reboot era right now right everything's getting brought back getting rebooted getting redone so i want to make an argument for a gay reboot of i love lucy and i think i could see this two ways one i could see you do i love lucy as we're describing with lucy and ethel you know slow burn feelings for each other the other one that i would argue is You know, in that same way that a lot of reboots right now are trying to take something and, like, put a new twist on it, here's my new twist for I Love Lucy, which is two couples, Lucy and Ricky and Fred and Ethel, two lesbian couples living in their New York apartments in the same apartment building. And here's my argument. I know we have a lot of listeners who listen to Coming Out Pod with Lauren and Nicole. You might be familiar with their hashtag, Find Ricky. I found Ricky. She's going to be married to Lucy in their New York apartment. And then their fun lesbian neighbor couple, Fred and Ethel, Fred a la Winifred from Angel and Ethel, living next door. That's my that's my reboot idea. <laughs> that has blown my mind. <laughs> it's all there. It's there for the taking. I love that. Another option is Lucy and Ricky and Fred and Ethel, but they're all out gay people, mm-hmm. right? Lesbian gay man, lesbian gay man, living together, a la Will and Grace. Yeah. And then how all four of them interact. I think all of this would be brilliant. Yes. Would be brilliant. Put a new spin on the classic, right? Everyone would love that. Brilliant. There you go. That's my my other uh, alternative suggestion for a should have been gay argument for I Love Lucy is more it, it should should be gayer if we bring it back oh my god i love it so much but yeah i do want to talk a little bit about vivian vance because we talked about lucille ball at the beginning there were a lot of rumors about vivian vance being a lesbian Mm -hmm. just because there were rumors doesn't mean they were true but we do want to talk about them well and there were rumors specifically about her and lucille ball Yes. There were all of these rumors that they were a little bit too close. They were hugging and kissing a little bit too much on the show. (laughs) And there's this whole thing. I need to, I just need to read this. This is from Vivian Vance. Lucille Ball and I were just like sisters. We adored each other's company. She and I had so many laughs on I Love Lucy that we could hardly get through filming without cracking up. Then I began hearing that Lucille and I were too close. My first husband disapproved of my closeness with Lucille. People are talking about you two, he'd say. You ought to be careful about the hugging and kissing you do on the show. Yeah. And I'm just like, how many people have had somebody say that to them about (laughs) one of their close female friends and then turned out, yeah, it was because we were gay. Subsequently came out of the closet. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm Um, not speaking from experience or anything, but that's totally happened to me. 
Because we should mention, you know, she did not stay married to that husband forever. Um, And her last husband that she married was pretty, not openly, but I mean pretty commonly known to To be gay. gay. So I'm just saying, if you want to argue a double beard situation... There it is. There's at least a strong supporting argument in favor of that. Um, so my husband doesn't like how close I am to my close female friend, so I'm gonna get divorced and marry a gay dude. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. We love you, Vivian. However you identified, we love you. (laughs) But just saying, I feel like she may have been born in the wrong time. Yeah. And had a hard time dealing with all that kind of stuff. So feel for you, Viv. And also, it's important to mention that Lucille Ball um, had, like, pretty progressive views oh, on yeah. homosexuality in a lot of ways. Like, she was totally always down with, like, having become sort of a, a gay icon, especially in, like, the gay male community. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she has this quote that said, It's perfectly all right with me. Some of the most gifted people I've ever met or read about are homosexual. How can you knock it? <laughs> like what a quote and i just love her because of course she was like yes bring on all the gay men like i love that i'm your gay icon because gay men love lucy let's be real they do they do yeah when i was doing my research on this episode because i think i had to do a little more research than you did probably (laughs) um that i was also seeing a lot of um uh she's very famous in like the drag community like a lot of oh, drag yeah. queens um kind of have like a lucy uh impersonation lucy style, yeah. yeah going so that's kind of awesome so there you go i i we rest our case as far as i'm concerned oh yeah i love lucy should have been gay should have been gay let me hear you say hip 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 we're gay We love hearing from you and building our community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And this week, we want to shout out a Twitter user who is at SheriffHot1. A, love the name, never, never, don't love a Nicole Hot reference. We want to shout out what they tweeted at us, which was about a petition for a Xena reboot where they are actually allowed to be out, Xena and Gabrielle. There is a reason that Xena was our very first, should have been gay. They are the top of the line, the absolute most clearly should have been gay. So yes, we wholeheartedly support this petition. Um, Let's do it. This message endorsed by Les Hangout. Les Hangout. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And as always, we want to thank our top tier patrons, our lesbian Jesuses, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, and my dad, Mark Foster. Amazing. I was so happy <laughs> when I saw that. I was like, oh, Mark. I think he just wants to make us announce his name every episode. So. Yeah, I love it. Check and mate. Now we do. <laughs> yes. Amazing. And remember, you can find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Please keep sending us the should have been gay suggestions. We love getting them. We love doing these. And we love hearing what people come up with next. It's just, they're so much fun. It's amazing. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever you use to listen to podcasts so that you don't miss them as soon as they come out. And make sure you also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. We release new videos every other Thursday. Last week, we released our original Les Central song for Professor Marston, and we are loving the feedback. We have gotten (laughs) a lot of support. One of our favorite videos. So make sure you check that out. 
Uh, if you want to help support the podcast, there are a couple different things that you can do. Number one, it is free. It is easy. You can go on iTunes and you can rate and review us. It helps other people find the podcast. Another thing you can do if you want to help support us financially is you can support us on Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We have a lot of great perks there. You get free downloads of our Les Central songs, Les Central's viewing parties. You get a discount on our merchandise if you want to get some awesome shirts for Christmas. And we love all our patrons. We love getting to know you all. So we would love for more of you to join our Patreon family. You can also buy that merch uh, on our store at TeePublic. You can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. We've had a couple new designs coming out recently, including our homonormative tees, yes. which we love. This is what our Should Have Been Gay series is, is dreaming of living in a homonormative world. So you can pick those up along with our holiday designs and all of our classics like our logo and our rainbow les, all that stuff is on our store. And if you want to get a free homo for the holidays crew neck sweater, all you have to do is post a picture of yourself in your les hangout gear, in your tees and your tanks with your mugs on Facebook and Instagram and tag us at les hangout pod for the chance to win a free homo for the holidays crew neck sweater. And we are also doing a season two campaign for the Trevor Project. If you want to help us by donating to that, you can go to bit.ly slash Les Trevor. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at LSH Foster. And you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.